Were you outsiders? <laughs> oh, yeah. We were the witches of Eastwick in, in the sea of plastic. We were like, what? They all had like matching two-piece ribbed sets from Gymshark. Oh. oh my God. And we were there. I like sat down a little extra long fixing my ponytail and the guy's like, yeah! I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to live, bro. Hi, it's Nick. And Nick. And this is Better Together, where we explore women's stories through life's major changes and transformations and the support they found along the way. We're making magic. (laughs) Those are the only words for it. We are making magic. Lana! Hi, girl. Hi. How are you guys? (laughs) I just... Nikki was FaceTiming me to make sure... I didn't screw this up. Um, and I, what I couldn't say to you was like, I just took a glorious nap and I didn't want to shout that at you because you didn't get to take a nap today. Mm. Lana, I don't know if you got to take a nap today, but uh, no, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Nap. I'm happy for you though. Nonetheless. Yes. Thank you. I would like to celebrate your nap. Congratulations. I am jealous of it. Sure. But, um, uh, so happy for you. Mm hmm. I can tell by the look on your face really feels embracing. Yes. It's heartfelt. Yeah. (laughs) What made you laugh today? Yes. Tell us something that made you laugh today. Oh my God. Okay. So I had this new client in my chair today and we were kind of, you know, feeling each other out. Mm -hmm. A lot of my first time clients during like, during pandemic times, it just hits different. Yeah. So we were figuring each other out and I just had a case of the dropsies all day. I couldn't have been more clumsy. <laughs> I And I like verbalized my clumsiness every step of the way. The, the stylist next to me had a regular client and she was just so loud very enthusiastic very positive very bubbly but it was just so much it was at 100 the whole time Mm. and there was this one point where I was shampooing my brand new client and the other one got so excited she literally honked or no she made a sound like screeching brakes and I was like oh my god did you just hear that She's like, I know she's enthusiastic. I'm like, what? Thinking like a car is enthusiastic. The girl made the sound with her mouth and we were like, <laughs> it's like she did it again. And I was like, holy shit. So that made me wow. laugh. A human honk. I don't think I'm capable of making that noise. I don't. I'm I've... in my Rolodex of my brain, like trying to figure out like, how would I tell myself to make that? I feel like that's a spontaneous situation and you just have to like roll the dice Mm. well that's a good one Uh (laughs) uh-huh any laugh worthy moments for you today nicole Mm. today my mom and dad came down to visit and we were driving to lunch and james and my dad sat up front i married my father (laughs) it's for everyone else to laugh at (laughs) because i was kind of like oh they are the same they were like have you seen the new Ford Bronco? Oh, the Bronco, the Bronco, so great. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm just like, who? <laughs> I don't like this. Separate them. I don't like it. Yeah. I, yeah. So that was just a moment for me that I was like, damn it. And also, I'm glad he has someone to talk to because I didn't, I'm not as talkative as he is. Either of them. 
Plus bonding. So cute. Yeah, take it. Like, just you guys go up, have a bromance. <laughs> James could bond with anyone, though. Your husband could bond with a rock, I feel like. So could my dad. <laughs> they see similarities don't stop. Love it. I'm They're like finishing think... each other's sentences. I can't stand it. That's adorable. No, it's not when you're. Like, are they soulmates or are you two? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> TV jury's out. What about you? Ooh. Don't I don't get pass next. <laughs> Today we no. bought a car. Yes. And that is You a, bought a car? Yes. Wow. Major life moment. Uh yeah. That you say so casually like nothing big happened. Just, you know, we bought a car. My lease is coming to an end and so we knew we were kind of in the market and shopping around and yeah, so uh, it's just not an enjoyable process. <laughs> Buying a car. What'd you guys go with? Horrible. Uh, so we are now a fully Acura family. I say that as if hey. we have like a whole fleet. We don't. Mm. <laughs> More than one counts. Okay, okay. So he now has one and I have one. I'm getting the one that he's been driving uh, when I turn my lease in, and he is getting the new used, new to him. Uh, and so, yeah. It's great, but you walk in and you just know it's going to be a stressful situation. And so not a lot of laughs, but nonetheless, we survived and now we have another car. So win, win. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We won. I don't know who else won, but I just felt like two wins was better than one. Now you can't take it home until Monday. Yeah, there was something weird with, like, the DMV, and I don't know, so Monday it is. I was really excited about having three cars in our in our driveways for, like, the weekend, but I guess we'll just still have two. <laughs> I feel like I'm delusional. I feel like Camilo and I spent four, no, five hours in a car together. That's, That's a long that time. That poor kid. Yeah. All right, enough of that. Lana, one question we've been asking everyone to get started. What are you looking at? What is your current pandemic view? Hmm. A pandemic, like what's my day to day? Nope, what are you looking at right now? Like where are you talking to us from? Oh, my room. Wait, what? I'm looking at like, what am I? Is this metaphorical or physical? <laughs> no, totally physical. Uh, you could make it a metaphor. Oh so my because... god! I'm like, okay, this is a little deeper than I was bargaining for. <laughs> because oh no gosh. one can see when the when we release the episode. I just like oh. to tell people kind of what what's the vibe right now. Are you coming to us from like? Your living room or your kitchen or your car or, you know, yeah. (laughs) Totally valid. Coming to you live from Newington, Connecticut. Yes. In my bedroom. Love it. Anything cool in (laughs) your room that you would like to share with us? Okay. I don't know if this is cool or weird or authentic, whatever. I'll just tell you what it is already. (laughs) It is a wool blanket. From the USSR. What? Wow. The motherland. (laughs) Let me tell you, ladies, 
this was made probably by children or someone inappropriate, <laughs> somebody very hardworking before the weighted blanket was created. This mm. thing? Oh, yeah. I've been having anxiety because, hello, pandemic, Mercury's in retrograde. I digress. Mm. This is the perfect thing. Let me tell you, but it is itchy as anything. You can take a whole layer of skin off. That I would like to tell you guys about. I have a a woolly mammoth. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So many fun tricks. Woolly mammoth blanket from Russia. That's what I'd like to share. I love that. But you love it. You love it even though it's itchy. Girl, yes. It is so functional. You know, you you don't have to fight its nature. You can roll with it too. All right. I'm here for that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you're getting into. And so for all of our listeners and for myself, because I'm in Florida, how are you and Nikki connected? Okay. So how do you know each other? Nikki and I met at a gym. Um, this she, makes perfect sense already. She, <laughs> she was an instructor and she joined kind of as I started cranking up my fitness journey and a bunch of us similar aged girls were <laughs> Mike Drack. <laughs> Mike Drack, that's my story. Um <laughs> a bunch of us similar aged girls were going out to lunch and then we bonded over some drama with like one of the girls that was the glue of this gym getting abruptly fired literally that day. Crazy. Ugh. Is this a swear friendly podcast? Whatever. Yeah, we were talking. We- yeah. All right. She goes, Yeah. You like took your bra off with that one. Um, we were talking so much shit about the chick. The poor thing. We're like, she never commits. She's so flaky. The poor girl got fired that day. We were like, oh my God, we're assholes. So yeah. then we kept the fitness journey going. My best friend and I with Nikki and we went to Soul Cycle in oh. Greenwich, Connecticut. Oh my God, yeah. I forgot. I just can't. Let me tell you, that was a whole experience in and of itself. And then we were like kind of, you know, doing the feeling each other out, walking on eggshells. How Mm. comfortable are we with each other? Mm. Well, (laughs) we swiftly got very comfortable. (laughs) And so it was just a blossoming friendship that, and I wouldn't consider myself a huge health freak at all. It's just like, it's interesting to see that something that started out from fitness is like what other scumbaggery it's it's kind of <laughs> led us to. <laughs> that's a I good that. that's a very good synopsis. And I do I I don't know if I do it purposely or not, but I shift that soul cycle experience <laughs> to the very back of my mind. I mm-hmm. we were going into it thinking obviously it Soul Cycle has an amazing reputation. Please don't come for us or sue us. We're a very small podcast, Soul Cycle. Uh <laughs> but if you want to sponsor us, you can sponsor us. We will say better things if that happens. Uh it was just a very interesting environment. I think, you know, whatever you assume about them was kind of our experience and since we were just trying it out, it wasn't a home gym. It wasn't a place that we really were a part of or a community that we were in with. And so were it just, outsiders? yeah, we oh, very much, yeah. 
we were the witches of Eastwick in, in the sea of plastic. Oh. We were like, what? They all had like matching two-piece ribbed sets from Gymshark. Oh. oh my God. And we were there. I like sat down a little extra long fixing my ponytail and the guy's like, get like, oh, It was very intense. It was very intense. Live, yeah. Oh. I think it's like there's something to be said about bonding over torture. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. We and it was like physical and mental. <laughs> that was a fraternity initiation. I don't know if you knew that. That's what it felt like. But I feel like any good friendship really like if you can see the humor in things, which we obviously do, hashtag mm-hmm. coping. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> like yes. you can it's like there are limitless boundaries for the topics you can cover as friends. Yeah, yes. totally. I do think the best friendships come out of weird, awkward, and hard torture. moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nikki yep. was my torturer. She took me to the gym and was like, do these Girl. And I said, Mm-mm. no. And she was like, it's not a question. Do them. And Preach. Like, no. Still no. And, but I did them because she's scary sometimes. She is. She's small but mighty. Yeah, totally. I love it. It's always the little ones. <laughs> Jeez. So, Lana, you, I don't want to take your, steal your thunder, but part of your work is who you are. And I've always found that interesting. And that was a weird dynamic for me when I was all in on personal training that my product is a part of me and vice versa. And Mm. so I wanted to talk a little bit about what that meant for you and particularly how that journey has changed for you over time when you started getting into hairdressing and styling and all the other things. She microblades, she does extensions, she does it all. Okay. She is a stylist. I want to try on my own body. To the stars. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. So talk to us about your journey, how it has transformed, and we will, I'm sure, have many questions along the way. Oh, wow. Well, what an intro. (laughs) So when you say my job and my career is, is me, is part of me, do you mean like I'm my own business card or or what do you mean? Yeah. So like, obviously you are wearing extensions today and you look fabulous by the way. Thank you, darling. But you and what you put out on your Instagram too, it's reflective of your work. So yes, I think visually being a representation of what you offer and that dynamic can be interesting. And maybe you don't feel that way. That's totally fine too. But I have always found that <laughs> please the, feel the first the, those f- front facing positions have a different sort of work dynamic than say folks who work in an office and don't necessarily have to be or represent what they're offering. Yeah. Like okay. you can't roll up not having like your hair done to work, right? Like if you roll up like super chaotic like me today, like just rolled out of bed for this, <laughs> people are gonna be like no, right? I don't know about you. Okay. No, I totally get that. I, I pride myself on being my own business card. I am most passionate about the services I do that I love the most on me. Mm. So it, it does the work for me. I just get really excited and squealy and like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I got my dream this situation. Um, I would say my journey started basically 
becoming a more confident person. I, I felt like I grew confidence from the inside and the outside. They kind of merged together. Mm. The whole concept of looking good and feeling good, um, dawned on me a little bit later than maybe the, the typical path. Um, I was like a tomboy and I was on a path for academics and I wanted to be a therapist and I got all the way to grad school being like, all right, I want to help people feel confident. I want to help people like untie their bad shoelaces. You know what I mean? Mm. And then I just swiftly realized that that was definitely not my passion because it's not what you think it is. It's not a direct application. People aren't on paper. People are in person. Everybody has different motivations. So basically when I decided to switch gears, I I thought it was a very risky move. Like, oh my gosh, coming from like an immigrant family, they do not value trades. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's like academia. And by the way, social sciences were on the low end on the totem pole within my mm-hmm. family. So I was already pushing it. And this is like, <laughs> oh, let me tell you. But on the side, not like a side hustle, not like I was getting money for this at all, but I was like really into doing, making myself feel pretty. And I feel like that's hair and face. So, um, I just started being into like YouTubing stuff, like learning new tutorials. And then I would just do it to my friends. My sister actually moved in with my mother and I, when she had her twin babies and I was like always trying to like help her. I was like, let me do your hair. Let me help you feel pretty. And like, I just saw the direct application of making people feel nice and it just, their confidence changed and it showed on the outside even more. And I was like, Oh, that's addicting. Mm. So, I mean, the whole concept that I had in my head, my little mantra that I had when I was in college and grad school was help me help you. And I just visualized such a far path to getting a questionable future achieved. Like I, there was no guarantees. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do what I want in enough steps that I'm willing to take. So what is that? I needed some instant gratification shit. So the combination of the instant results, you don't have to really wait Mm -hmm. for hair results. That sets some sort of, I don't know what the good hormone is or neurotransmitter. I'm trying to be smart, but like (laughs) serotonin or some shit. Yeah. Her. That was flowing. So I was like, oh my God. And then when I went to cosmetology school on the first day, I got to shear poo someone and I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is it for me. Like something as silly as that. And I was, I just felt like mind and body were connected in the sense of like, no, I want to learn this. I want to learn the scientific parts of these things. I want to know the ins and outs. I want to be a straight A student. So the motivation just clicked and I was soaring. And then when I started getting good at different skills like that I personally liked, I was like, oh, I think I have like good taste and stuff. Like it was a discovery. Yes. It was a two-way street discovery at all times. And I was particularly excited about the fact that I wanted to keep learning new things and keep researching the trends, keep trying it on my friends, keeping, you know, like good recommendations. Like I like knowing 
a medium amount about this stuff. Like I like being the yeah. go-to person. Yeah. I like that. I feel like I'm a nurturing person and I like to make people feel good. I like to make people feel heard. A really big part of my style of hair styling is connecting with people and really making them feel heard and asking them the same thing a million different ways from all different angles to have a thorough understanding of, listen, I want to know how you like to look and I want to tell you if I think I could get you there. So that part is very, very interesting to me. Um, me feeling good about what I look like is wonderful. I, but there's like a little bit of a paradox here because I don't love a huge amount of attention. I love making friends with new girls. I just don't love, mm. I don't know. I don't want to be known as like that girl that's, I don't know, showing off or whatever or, or welcoming. I guess nobody wants to welcome bad vibes. I was going to say bad vibes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think that you welcome bad vibes at all. And I will say you are one of the most nurturing people. You are constantly asking others how they're doing. You are the check-in person. You're the first person to reach out and try and understand a situation or how someone's day is going, or in this case, how you want us to feel when you do our hair. So 1000% <laughs> mission accomplished on your end. And I certainly agree with all the good vibes that you're trying to put out there. That is all spot on and accurate for you. And I will say to go back just a little bit to what you were saying about helping your sister after she had kids, Lana was so fabulous, <sighs> is so fabulous, but particularly right after I had Camillo about coming over and mind you, we were in COVID time. So she's like, I'll wear a mask. We'll be outside and just oh, pampering me. She curled I my hair it. a couple of times. She dyed my hair in my backyard. <laughs> oh, I peed outside her house. <laughs> like she peed outside. <laughs> Real friends. Like, just comfort zone. So maximized. This is the type of person <laughs> we're talking about here. Uh -huh. Really going above and beyond <laughs> for her friends for her clients, for people that come to her. And I mean, I've spent, I've sent everyone to you that I know. And I know it's not a million people, but I just feel like everyone needs to know. No, I've got people. I have your so. people. You're cute. I, I appreciate you. Like, no, you, you always post, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You always no. like do so many nice, you know, little shout outs and I feel the love girl. <laughs> Good. You deserve it. I love that you're still doing therapy just in your own way like mm. going to my hairdresser like therapeutic always and oh, coming yeah. out like actually looking like a human I'm always like what new day is this everyone take my picture <laughs> yes. in the background. like it's not ever but I think like you're still <laughs> helping people and like getting people through those moments that are hard sometimes we just need to feel better uh and so I think that's awesome hell yeah thanks girl I'm glad you get that experience too when you go yeah, my hairdresser, her name is Katie. Shout out to Katie because um, she doesn't steer me wrong. She is someone, if I come in, I'm like, what about this time? She's like, let's talk about your face structure. I don't, it's not going to look good. <laughs> and so what can we achieve that's going to be good? Like, she just will keep it like 100% real with me, which is great because I don't She's a real one. She really is. I love her to death. We were talking, Nicole and I, a little bit earlier about what, how hard it must be 
<laughs> because we're obviously on the other side of this when we go in to get our hair done, how hard it must be to engage in conversation with all the types of people that come in. <laughs> So what Girl. is what is that like for you? I'm sure most of the time, or I'm assuming it's enjoyable, but there have got to be other times where you're like, wow, this appointment is going on just, it seems like forever. And I don't have anything else to talk to them about. So what is that like for you to spend all like your day talking to all sorts of people? Oh my God. Very good question. So I will say that when I started in the industry, I was so shy, so shy. Mm. I was a major introvert. I literally learned how to communicate with people, <laughs> communicate, socialize. Yeah. Mm. I learned how to socialize with people. And here's the biggest thing. This is what is across the board. Everyone wants to tell their story. Acknowledgement mm. is so like, if you acknowledge you just somebody's existence perspective, real broad things. If you give somebody an ounce of acknowledgement, they're not scared to be vulnerable anymore. The wall is down and the floodgates are open. Like they, everyone loves to talk about themselves. That's the across the board commonality. I work in a really cute town where people, there's like a very good hybrid of trendy and kind. Mm. Mm, I like that. It's so amazing because... People still like to be, you know, not high maintenance, but they like to do the things. They like to feel pretty. They like to be <laughs> trendy. And it gives me light. Um, while at the same time being like, hey, I really like your work. I really trust you. I feel good about how we communicated. Do your thing. So it's just so cute and easy to bond with people. Also, I work with people 10 years younger than me. So it's a nice little youth boost that I'm just like, oh, it's a very, very fun time. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, I have quite a bit of older women clients. They, I have to say, as much as I love my trendies, they're my favorite because <laughs> they have the tea. They tell you what the hell to stress about and what the hell not to stress about. Mm. They're like my therapists. Oh my gosh. I love them. <laughs> I swear I have way stronger and more detailed goals for my seventies than my forties. Easy. Hands down. Wow. <laughs> I, I want to live in their neighborhood with the all seniors. It's not like a nursing home or assisted living. It's an yes. all seniors neighborhood. I would love to be with no kids allowed. And like we have a social club and somebody mows my lawn. Yep. I would love it. Or the very small percentage of difficult people, I would say, well, first of all, everybody, you're allowed to have a bad day. I'm a strong believer. There, I mean, there are some clients I could totally keep it real with within reason. It is of my utmost priorities, one of them, to be respectful and professional. And what that means is constantly keeping it about them. Don't let them see you sweat. Also, something I've been trying to work on is politely using my boundaries. And I can do that with mm. my clients as well. It is for their benefit to know how I would like to be treated. Um, and what I'm comfortable doing hair wise or how they're personally talking to me. It's something I'm working on. It's not hugely easy, but like I've really learned a lot of valuable lessons. Um, in addition, my current boss 
has my freaking back. Mm, he, I've nice. had some, I've had a couple very crazy clients. Somebody literally got taken away in an ambulance to the IOL. Oh, well, we'll get into that if you'd like. But yeah, uh, um, yes, maybe. crazy. Please. So he freaking has my back and I can like let my guard down while still being very, very professional and being like, I'm not cool with this. It is like in the 1%. There are some people that I kind of dread that I'm not connected with their hair goals, but I'm just going to do it because that's what they freaking want. Mm, I, I don't it. like it. I will t- <laughs> tell people absolutely no on the mullet. Yeah. We got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. You got to draw the line somewhere. I got to be like, I got to tell you, I'm not into this for you. I do have one lady that I severely don't agree with her hair goals, but I just do some cleansing breaths <laughs> and we can debrief about it as far as my coworkers and I, and I feel heard and then it's over until she's there next time. But I, I appreciate the rebooking love. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> so many things. One I think it <laughs> it makes so much sense when you said everyone wants to be acknowledged. Like, yeah, wow. I just <laughs> hearing it put that way is so. I, I it's true. Everyone wants to feel heard. They want to feel like somebody cares about the things that they're saying. That somebody is interested in what happened to them, their story. I, I think that makes so much sense because so often. Isn't that what we just want at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want somebody to know that today was really hard. And it's nice to know that I have people that care. And for some people, you might be the only person that they're getting that mm-hmm. from. And so I Absolutely. think that is a, an amazing realization and something I just, I wanted to highlight again. Oh, yeah. And then as far as those difficult, yeah, <laughs> the ones you just get through, I feel like, it's hard to equate, obviously, what you do to office life, but I feel like those are the meetings where you're just, like, banging your head against a wall. Like, oh, my God, I'm just trying to get to the yeah. end of this. Yeah. Absolutely. How do you, like, navigate finding your salon home? Like, feeling out the vibe there, getting involved in a group to, so you have a boss that has your back. Mm-hmm. So this is so – that's a – it. As a hairstylist, before I found this job, and this is, by the way, my only my second job in the industry, um, I was on Indeed. I was on, like, regular people job search yeah. engines. I'm like, how do you look? Like, a, a, like, do I go on Craigslist? How do I even go about this? <laughs> so this... All of my jobs that I have stayed at for a long time have actually fallen in my lap, and it's really crazy. So I had an acquaintance um, find this particular job on Instagram. There was, like, a random post of the salon's, like, front entrance that they said they were hiring, and I just loved the look of it while I was before I found this job, while I was in the search, I would just, you know, like breeze by different salons. And I'm like, just looking at the staff themselves, it was so judgy, but this is such a visual industry. I could just, I don't know, something about my intuition just flared up. And I was like, 
those girls or that group of people do not look like my vibe emotionally. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. I could tell this industry has some negative connotations like every other industry. And the thing I wanted to avoid the most was some cattiness. Mm -hmm. I came from a family style-esque salon. Those types of vibes, comfy, cozy, happy, positive. I didn't want to go to a factory where I had to like be around a bunch of chain smoking mean girls that were just Mm -hmm. stealing each other's car. I don't know. I like that might be like a spectrum bookend, but I didn't want it. And some girls just have the devil in their eyes. I'm sorry. I did judge. I judged a book by its cover so many times and I was like, Oh no, I just can't. So I got such a good vibe from just the Instagram picture of the like, advertisement that he was looking and I I even felt good from our first text message like he he was like he set a time for us to chat and he's like I would be in the bank wouldn't I the first (laughs) interview I get and I was like oh I'm gonna like him um but so I wish I could give more of a systematic and foolproof answer on how to find a good salon home but I think the key is knowing what your do's and don'ts are, knowing what your intentions are. It is a mutual interview. I'm trying to find a home. I don't like hopping around a lot. I like a team. I I found out what was important through me. um, And that always happens during a transition of realizing what is not for me anymore. Mm. Yeah. I think that's huge. And leaning into your intuition and trusting your knowing, like, that's a massive part of what we've been talking about lately. And that's totally a good like point on how to narrow down your salon home. Oh yeah. Or any home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any job home. I had, I smirked a little when you said that you just kind of, that you didn't think it was a good answer because you just kind of go with your gut essentially. And mm-hmm. our past few guests that we've had on have really leaned into that feeling as well. And so I think yeah. we're seeing here on Better Together, we are a part of a movement in seeing mm-hmm. that women are learning to trust themselves and to really mm-hmm. accept that you know the answer and you, it's okay to accept what your body is physically telling you, what you know in your heart, what you know in your head without having to lean on too much else or anyone else or constantly asking for other people's opinions and and accepting what you already know. I think that's beautiful, really. And it's, we've talked about this, even just Nicole and I, and that it's a journey to get there. You don't just wake up one day, I feel like, especially as a woman and are like, I'm amazing and I'm confident in every decision I make and I can face the day. But instead you go through these trials and tribulations to get there until you realize, I knew the answer all along. (laughs) And so that almost makes it a little more worth it once you get there, though. Absolutely. Trust your gut. She's not wrong. Mm. She feels that way for a reason. You don't have to verbally define it. Yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about your bestie and our future guest and really what that relationship has meant to you. Because obviously I have a little bit of an inside view but I know that that relationship is so important and you two have been each other's backbone and so I just want you to shed a little light for our listeners as far as what that strong female relationship can look like oh yeah I mean I feel so 
I'm going to cry. <laughs> Stop it. Safe space. I'm feeling so sensitive lately. That's good. Okay, well, lean into it. Yes. So <laughs> Kyoko is my absolute best friend. I would say she's one of the only people that knows me. I can be fully myself. Mm. She validates my feelings when I'm cloudy and we tell each other, like, when we do, when our intuition is, you know, activated, but our minds are still in the cloudy phase. We help each other. Well, I know she helps. I won't speak for her. She <laughs> sure helps me defogify my mind. And I feel so supported and validated. And this kind of goes back to, you know, acknowledgement goes such a long way. That concept, I feel so acknowledged and able to be vulnerable. We hear each other out. We are both empaths. So not to label her, but we feel when each other are having like strong emotions, not in like a witchy way, but when you know someone, you feel connected with them. I feel so encouraged to like be my best self from her. Mm. I feel a constant like propelling and cheering and rooting on from her she wants genuinely the best for me. And I truly feel that we've had so many life transitions. We met when I was 20 and she had just had her first kid like a couple months ago. And it was like mind blowing. I was at a restaurant, like we worked at the same restaurant together. I was there in my orientation training <laughs> thinking it was so cool. I was wine testing. I was like, I'm so drunk. <laughs> And here she is, like, want to see my baby? I'm like, what in the Asian Valley girl are you? What? <laughs> um, excuse me? So we met there. You know, we, there was, I went to her, both of her weddings. I wasn't even really friends with her in her first one. But it's like, we've been together since births, deaths, marriages, divorces, makeups, breakups, career changes, school starting, school ending. Like, we really stand the test of time and transition and I feel like every transition has made us stronger as friends even being pandemic friends you and Nikki I feel this way about you for sure like you when you make when you when there are obstacles in the way of your traditional path and you take the detour for friendship to show each other and then we all juggled and combined each other's varying comfort zones. Like that just means so much more to be able to compromise and navigate and just truly go out of your way during the uncomfortable just screams volumes at the strength of a relationship and just strengthens the bond. Um, I feel like we can tell each other what's what in the good times and the bad times and we call each other out and we hold each other accountable like you have the hard conversations um because you're worth it mm. our friendship is worth making each other uncomfortable for for the greater good um i love that even like in my dating life so she's married with a thousand kids <laughs> crushing it out like super super proud of her i I am single and I live at home with my mom. I love it. I love both of those things, but I'm just highlighting the differences. She set up my match.com profile <laughs> and she's like the freaking DJ orchestrator. Yeah. Like 
my own little Cyrano. So she has a heavy hand in my everything, uh, comfort zone, um, self worthiness. Like she will tell a bitch, nope, we're not stressing over him. Mm. And if you're going over there, I'm slashing your tires in the <laughs> nicest way ever. <laughs> like she's another small but mighty chick. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with her. She is so strong though, ungodly <laughs> strong. I'm just like, also, one really great thing, I look up to Kyoko so much. She's, like, a part of my moral compass, friend group-wise. You too, Nikki. Sometimes it's like, should I be mad at this? And they'll be like, yes or no. And it's like, all right, move on, or we hate him forever, and we don't say his name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. We digress. But I want to make them, like, proud. I want to make her proud. Mm. Um, I noticed that Kyoko's life changed Throughout the up, the ups and downs, I noticed that her life astronomically changed for the better when she genuinely chose herself mm. and mm. really put a big emphasis on her happiness and what would make her happy because she felt like she, find, you know, she deserves it. And literally everything changed for her. So I'm like, shit, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want that life. Like she knows what she's talking about. I I really value her advice and perspective and friendship, sisterhood. I love that. And I think it's so true. And I think you both elevate the other person. Obviously you elevate me, but you just expect in a good way, big things. And you're there when they happen. You're there when maybe we fall a little bit short. And I think that that's such a crucial part of female friendships and surrounding yourself Mm -hmm. with one or 100, whatever it is, but quality people who, who, like you said, genuinely care about you and are there to cheer you on and you know, whatever life brings, they're going to be by your side. So I see that in the two of you and I, I love it. Love, love, love that. I will say from Florida, you know, Instagram stalking both of you to prepare (laughs) I could see that it's like a theme like you are constantly lifting each other up you're here for each other I know Kyoko has some things to celebrate when we talk to her um, for the next episode and it's just it's refreshing to see because that's not always been my experience in women friendships it's not always the priority like we're kind of taught growing up or conditioned that like it's a competition and so Mm -hmm. I love seeing like the empowerment the celebration the just the togetherness that you fostered. Aw. So nice that it's portrayed that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you want to do good oh thing? Boy. <laughs> okay, you guys are so excited. What? <laughs> okay, so one thing we do with our guests at the very end is quick six. And we each oh, have dear. three questions. For a total of six questions that are rapid, not so rapid fire. <laughs> Is this a one word answer? Like how blurdy? You know I'm a blurdy girl. <laughs> so you can, your full answer. There are no rules. All. Whatever comes okay. to mind. Whatever, right, well, hold whatever. On, let me shake it out. Okay, okay. Okay. Oh God. I'm scared. You look too excited. <laughs> They're it's just random. There's part. no rhyme or reason to okay, any of these. Okay, okay. I'm emotionally prepared. Quick six, go. Do you want me to start start? or do you want Nicole to start? Which one? Okay, Nicole. Yes, I love it. Okay. (laughs) First step, what's your favorite breakfast meal? 
Oh, sausage, egg, and cheese <laughs> on a croissant, gluten-free, of course. This is my language. Yes. Yes. I love that. Okay. What is your favorite beauty tip to give to people? Um, freaking be nice to yourself. Uh, no, that doesn't Ooh. count. My it favorite. Does count. It That's does. A great one. Yes, but you can be have another. Be nice to yourself. Happy people are prettier people. <gasps> Tell yourself you're that bitch. Look at your butt in the mirror when you walk by. Everyone has a good butt angle. I'm sorry. It's true. I said what I said. Um, hair wise. <laughs> hmm. Know your hair's texture. Work with it. Don't fight it. Nature always wins but there are ways to roll with it you know there's a lot a lot of ways to roll roll with it i love it oh wait can i add one more can i add one (laughs) more no yes okay okay can i just tell you you guys it is the year due to the fact that everybody's wearing masks in public it is the year of the brow and lash there is a clear brow gel that will get your unruly brows Looking fierce by NYX clear brow gel. Okay. Number two, grande lash growing serum. My lashes grow into my eyebrows. Ladies, grande lash serum is such a freaking good time. I have the longest lashes I've ever had on planet earth. They're longer than when I used to have lash extensions. So those are my, those are my favorite beauty tips right now, because honestly, I'm not putting on a face of makeup with a mask. I'm struggling under there already like maximize the eyes i love this and again myself yes uh, okay perfect i'm happy Um, to help you nicole (laughs) when the pandemic ends where do you want to travel to first Mm, i want to go somewhere beachy like that is my that is my request that's it i want to wear a bathing suit i want to go to a pool party i want the relaxation i want the the day drinking yes Yes. I'm here for all of that. I will join you there. Please and thank you. Okay. If you could only work out with one piece of equipment, what would it be? Ooh, which spaceship do you choose? <laughs> one piece of equipment. Um, I would have like a 50-pound weight. That'd be my one pound. That'd be oh. my one thing. All yeah. Right. That's a solid choice. Yeah, because I could run. Like I have my body. Yep, yep. I could do lots of things. Wait, what's yours? I need to know yours. Hold on. I was gonna say bands. Oh, oh, mm. your band work is evil. Of course you would. <laughs> Nikki literally makes your buns go on fire. Hot cross yeah. buns. <laughs> I like to call this Rick a hot cross buns. Two more sets of eight, and it'd always be at least four minimum. Rude. <laughs> Wow, I just had a very big Tourette's moment, Nikki. I feel like I'm, you were you had that like pent up. Wow, and you just wanted to tell someone, and you just I feel better. Right, now. let it like, out. That, that That's from the great. depths of hell. I haven't taken one of your classes in years. Okay, question number two. Okay, okay, okay. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Mm. Okay, so. Hmm has to be somebody like awkward but cute <laughs> hmm awkward with the t but like clumsy who even is that uh hmm okay okay i'm thinking <laughs> i need help let's see 
I, I mean, feel mine, like oh, mine was like Sandra Bullock because mm. she, oh, she's that. just awkward, and we both have dark hair, and I feel like I love everything she's in usually. Yes, I like that, and I feel like you. I'm detecting my spidey senses are <laughs> detecting <laughs> an acute snarkiness in the funniest way. Mm-hmm. Mm. You so are that is that is a good one for you. Jeez. See, okay. I almost want to say Jennifer Lawrence because I've mm. seen her mm-hmm. do have several clumsy moments. Yeah. She's really cute. But, like, sometimes she has some athletic moments. I like that. But, like, she's unapologetically herself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot, it. I can't reel it in. Like, I just kind of have to let it all hang out. Yeah. So I feel like there's some crossover this year. I'm going to go with Jennifer Lawrence. Good choice. Locked in. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> We're locking it in. Okay, last one. Back massage or foot massage? Oh, God. I don't like people touching me. Um... <laughs> at all these body movements but but you are a hugger okay because that's because of the pandemic okay 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 (laughs) god it's hard to imagine (laughs) I'm not gonna say what I was about to say (laughs) okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna keep it cute I'm gonna go with because I'm on my feet all day and I mm. wear obnoxious heels. Not obnoxious, just heels, but they're obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the foot rub, but like, oh, I don't know. But neither. <laughs> really, the answer is neither. It's like, don't touch me. I, li- I really like a solid calm down hug. Well, we, okay, so we'll. <laughs> I just want a hug to calm down. Give me it's my wool it. blanket. Just wrap me in it and yeah. hold me. <laughs> I'll take my weighted blanket from Russia. Thank you. <laughs> I'm independent. I'm independent. I don't need anyone. I need all the hugs. Yes, I do. That was a bold face line. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, mm, but you know what? Like sometimes if you work out too much and it's like, you do need a back massage, it would be nice. But like anytime I've asked for one, Unless it's Kyoko, because she's, shout out, a massage therapist, yes, but she, she has a death grip, so I don't love it. I actually cry every time. But other than Kyoko, I don't, <laughs> like, if it was, like, a past boyfriend, it's always, like, a three-minute massage. Yes, Dude, like, I use they lotion. They do one-hand movement. They do, like, just like, like and it's never enough pressure. Like, your no. girl is tense. Yeah. Willie Let's tells digress. me when I ask that. Uh, it hurts my thumbs. Oh. Well, then you're doing it wrong. First of all, why are you being so funny mm-hmm. then? You have all the other fingers. James does too much with the thumb. Like, I don't know if he's trying to stab me with it, but it's like too much it's... pressure immediately. And I'm like, please stop. I don't like this. Marriage canceled. We can't. <laughs> oh my Not God. great. Not great. So are you guys feet massagers? Or that's what you I'm, would have chosen? I'm a back massage all the way. Yeah, I'm a back massage all the way, but I do have like a bum ankle, and James very sweetly will rub my foot like with that ankle, like uh, usually as I correct him, and I'm like, "Don't do it that way." Oh my god! Well, at least you guys, yeah, you know, you have a massage counterpart. That's <laughs> nice. Good for you, girls. Some days. <laughs> I mean, mm. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. <laughs> anyway, cool yeah. Lana, you're amazing. Mm. Yes, thank, thank you, for, you this. for spending your time with us. This is fun. For making us laugh. Yes. For being Ditto, a very good friend and joining us on this episode. It was a lot of fun, of course. Not that I had any doubts. 
And uh, yeah, we're excited to uh, talk to Kyoko next about you. Oh, I can't wait to hear these. <laughs> I think she Yay. might cry listening to uh, what you had to say about her. It was very Aww. sweet. So mm, that's my girl. No pressure, Kyoko, <laughs> but come through with the compliments. <laughs> Thank you, girls. It was so nice chatting with you. Thank you for being here. Yes. Love you the best. That's a wrap. We're so glad you joined us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, leave us a review. It really means a lot. Until next time, remember, we're better together.